Welcome to the Two Man Game Podcast, the Virginia Celebration episode. Here on Tuesday, April the 9th, uh, a mere, what, 14, 15, 16 hours ago, mm-hmm. Goss and I watched as Virginia cut down the nets. Tony Bennett is the best coach in the country. Virginia's the best team in that's the country. Not, they were the best team true. this year, and they're, they've won the title. They have the hardware now. By the way, we are part of the Pulse Podcast Network. That's not. That's tonight. second to everything else. That's, that's well, very important. Uh, I mean, I am look. <laughs> I am firstly a, a member of the Virginia bandwagon before I'm a member of the the Pulse Podcast Network. Right. Any and everything comes second to uh, my Virginia love. I'm actually dressed like a Virginia fan. It's kind of hot. I don't know how they wear long dress shirts in the summer. They do it though, and their khakis and. Sweater vests and whatever else, um, but we're gonna celebrate the championship game. A good championship game last night, very entertaining, mm-hmm. uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, two good teams battling it out. Um, and then we're gonna talk some NBA because you know it's 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 getting that time. College basketball is now over for the next seven months, and while we mourn that loss, we will have the NBA playoffs to talk about, which the regular season is winding down. What two games left? There's only. All the teams are locked in except for there's a three-way war between Detroit, uh, Charlotte, and Miami for that final spot. But we'll talk playoffs because they're going to start within the next week or so here, right? Yeah. They should be. Um, maybe talk a little golf. The Masters coming up. I can't wait. No, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about the golf. <laughs> Look, man, golf's great. <laughs> um, but before we do any of that, uh, of course, Bob Marley. Because you don't like Virginia, you, 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 you sour puss. You sore loser. I'm not a sore loser, I was fine. Uh-huh, yeah. You're like, I hate Virginia. We love them, though, don't we? I hate Virginia, but... I must say, that that is probably my favorite championship game since 2012, when we won, of course. When Kentucky won, my team, I, I, I say we, like the royal we. As an entity, Kentucky won. Uh, yeah, you're part since of then, basically, it's been Blue Bloods that I've been wanting to root against, or my team's been in the title, but this one, I had no stake in the game. Two programs I would have loved to see win. Chris Beard, with his incredible coaching job. I had a great time. I, I just win. wasn't that entertained. I was like, Villanova just was a buzzsaw. They destroyed everybody. Well, they were just better. Yeah. But, like, I'm just saying. I mean, from the one against North Carolina was pretty good. Yeah, no, it, that was a very entertaining game. I just was rooting against North Carolina, so it wasn't as enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the first, uh, what, what do you call it, Virginia? This is our, the first for new champion we've had since who? Who was the last new champion we had? Was it Syracuse? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe the... Maryland? 2004 UConn? Yeah, but I think it was when was Syracuse? Two thousand three. Two thousand three, and then Maryland was what two thousand one, two thousand two, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, new champion, the Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, 
First time in 40 years we had two teams play who had never won the title before. Never won it. Texas Tech, out of nowhere, came in. They did it. Uh, it was a glorious night. Everything was perfect. Uh, I, I was so happy to see my boys, Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, uh, not Jerome Hunter, DeAndre Hunter, all. Look, they deserve it, man. They no, they didn't deserve it. Yes, they did. I. Like they they hit the lowest of the low. They I mean, hit. I say if you win a championship, I mean, they deserved it. They won every. This is what's the thing. What do we know Virginia for? What being unclutch, right? They lose games. Oh, Tony Bennett doesn't work in March. What those insisted don't work in March last year it culminated into a a complete disaster when they lost to UMBC, and it was like uh, <laughs> the the backline defense was just obliterated by uh, a five foot six dude, <laughs> and then like a guy who made a G League roster. And they're like, oh, they had an NBA player. Virginia didn't because DeAndre Hunter sat or was out with a broken wrist. They get there. They, they they hit rock bottom, and guess what, Goss? Rock bottom is a pretty good foundation for building greatness. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, a year uh, later... No one has ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's sturdy. It's You can't go deeper. They couldn't get any worse. They had no pressure this year. It's, hey, guess what? Everybody's, I don't know. Losing to another 16C would have been... It would have been bad, but it wouldn't have been worse than last year. I'd be like, ah, whatever. We've already done it before. Yeah. Uh, they played loose. They played with actual confidence. Their dudes didn't look scared. No. I think they're the only team in the tournament where I was like, they. I never thought them in Texas Tech. I never thought their players looked scared. No. Like Kentucky's dudes looked scared at the end of their game. Um, Duke <laughs> R.J. Barrett was kind of just hoarded the ball, and that's what he does when he gets scared. He's like, mine, 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 and then he hoards it. I don't think Auburn did, but uh, it is what it is. Purdue yeah. didn't. I, don't I know, but like Auburn just lost. They, they fouled the dude on the three. You don't do that. Like the, uh, Virginia just did not make stupid plays. They never messed up. Ty Jerome, Kyle Guy, they, they didn't make mistakes. And mm. sometimes that's how you win. Every In every one of their last, what, the Elite Eight game against Purdue, and then against Auburn, and then against Texas Tech, they were down <laughs> by like two or three points with 10 seconds to go each time, found a way to win. Um, and look. It was it was the perfect game, you know. The game ends regulation. It's sixty eight sixty eight. The race is sixty nine. It's perfect setup for that. Virginia scores first, gets sixty nine with a free throw. They win. You know, I told you then. I said race is sixty nine, and then Texas Tech hit a three, and you were like, oh, race is seventy one, dude. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. What, what prevailed? Well, uh, I mean, uh, the race is sixty nine, right? Statistically. Statistically. 71. It is the majority. But in the national title game, it's the biggest moments, the brightest stars, the brightest numbers. 69 came through for me. Uh, and, of course, Kyle Guy. Final Four MOP. I mean, just look, just think of think of this story. He started out as the man bun guy in Virginia mm-hmm. his freshman year. He was like, oh, this guy shoots three. He's got a man bun. And then guess what? He ditched the man bun. He's a little well-kept. And then next, last year, he got engaged. He's the engaged guy. He's, got his, he's getting things together. And then they lose to UMBC, and he's the failed guy. He's crying. He's sad. He makes that picture of him crying on the court after they lost to UMBC. Makes that his Twitter profile picture for the next year. He's down in the dumps. He's reached his lowest point. And then this year, yesterday, Saturday, two great performances, and he wins. Final Four MLP and is the championship guy. But this isn't it. This isn't his last stop because soon he's going to be a married man. 
A transition from guy to man for Kyle Guy. He might be back, too. And he might be back and better than ever. What what more can he prove? He might already be in contention for the greatest player of the year. So what, what were improved. you about to say? The greatest player in the history of Indiana high school basketball. Okay. Indiana yeah, high well, school no. Larry Bird. Larry Bird was pretty good. Oh, I'm sorry. What's his comeback story? <laughs> Shut oh, up. oh he stop. stop. He never he never had to come back from anything. Where's his rings? He in went college? To, he, in college. <laughs> <laughs> he played Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Kyle Guy just dissed Jarrett Culver. The new <laughs> improved Magic Johnson. No I'll have you know. Look. I'll have you. I'll he dispatched Carson Edwards, Jared Harper, Bryce Brown, do anything. and Jarrett Culver. His team did. Look, he's a team player. He's not no. selfish. He lets the other team. He lets his teammates do his work for him. No, dude, he was Final Four MOP. I'm he shouldn't you, have been. There is no way you can you can hate on Kyle Guy today. He has done nothing wrong. He still can't get his wedding gifts, but uh, whatever. He's a champion. He's got his ring. Hopefully, they'll let him keep the ring. <laughs> I love Kyle Guy, and I also love Ty Jerome. Him, he was probably, to be honest, the best player for Virginia in the tournament. Probably. I like the most valuable. Definitely the most valuable. Like just he's he doesn't mess I up. I think you can debate the, the three as like the best and most valuable. I think Jerome is most valuable though because he plays point guard. He handles the ball. But also DeAndre Hunter is the best defender too. So he... yeah, I mean you could argue you could argue all of them are equally important. But I, I don't know. Ty Jerome just like every time they needed something like. During the game, he was there. Like, in the Auburn game, he was spectacular. He made every open shot he got. He made all those little floaters, made all the right passes, just did everything he needed to do in order to uh, will his team to victory. And then, of course, tie ball game. Love it. Uh, last possession, they're down by three. He goes for the layup. Everybody collapses. Brilliant pass to get no, Hunter. Bad defense. Hunter, three, tie ball bad game defense. overtime. A kindergartner could have made that pass. This uh-huh. is the stupidest uh-huh. defensive decision I've ever uh-huh. seen. Oh, wait, I lost wait. in the title game. Mm. You're just bitter. You're just bitter. I am bitter. I like because it. Because they didn't... Uh, you it's just point. bad defense, not good offense. It's just bad defense. I mean, some people wouldn't take, wouldn't make that pass. Uh, there's no, I, hey, no moron hey. in the right mind. Some people... Look, I, I, I watched Keldon Johnson try to take a layup when we were down by three with ten seconds left. Instead of kicking it out to a shooter. And he got his shot blocked. So look, I, Ty Jerome, don't hate on him today. Give him today. They're champions. And Kenny's crying. He can't stand it. Yeah. We love him. Gosh. What an awesome game. What an awesome it was day. A good, it was a good game. It was a great game. Uh, better than After the first four minutes, we had a total of three free throws made by Texas Tech and a bucket by Virginia at the first media timeout. Everybody's like, oh, this is a terrible game, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, yeah, the same people who get on the NBA for not having any defense are now upset that there's too much defense in the title game. That's exactly what the Chris Mack said. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I, no, it's so ironic. It's like, wait a minute, okay, uh, college basketball fans say the NBA is terrible because there's no defense and they don't try, which if you watch, that's, okay, I'm not, not even going to go there. It's <laughs> not even true. And then and then they're complaining about oh what a terrible title game uh, three to two after four minutes like oh yeah these are two really good defensive teams like give me give me a break man <laughs> gosh I know these teams they play good defense so not just shitty offensive teams here's a quote I'll what find it. a quote from who I can't find it 
You'll find probably it. have these things pulled up before you mention them. Yes. Well, you always is. You always try to let me find it. The same mouthpieces say they don't watch the NBA because they don't play defense. Now two of the best defensive teams in the history of college basketball provide a boring championship quote. Pick cool, your boring. stance or go watch Netflix. Oh, man. Who was that? Chris Mack. I'm throwing out fire. I think I'm starting to... I, I like this. I think I'm starting to not like Chris Mack. Good. He's a little too cocky for my liking. Oh, he's super cocky. He's super cocky. He was cocky before the UK Uvell game, and I was like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to run some Kentucky fan over with my car, and I was like, okay, okay, man. He what? <laughs> he, he was like, he was like, you know, you see, he was like, you know, you're driving down uh, the, the the Waterson, and you see that that blue license plate in front of you. He's like, sometimes you just put on the gas and keep looking forward. <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, what? <laughs> He's like, you just put on the gas and keep looking God, forward. That is not. I was like, okay, I like the chippiness. Now, now I can kind of like, like hate you a little bit. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, mean, I like hating little coaches. But I mean, look. Yeah, I, I don't happy. like him to murder people. How do you feel that yeah. your coach has worse hair than our coach and your coach is like 40, like 20 years younger? Yeah, he's bald. Yeah, he's bald. Cal, he, Cal he Perry. He needs, if he's going to be an elite coach, he needs to go see Cal Perry, Bill Self, Jay Wright. He needs to get some hair products in there. Name, in there. Maybe name get some, a good coach without elite good, hair. Without elite hair game. I mean, Coach K's hair is jet black, and he's 73. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, all the great coaches. Chris Beard's even got it. He, he looks fine. He looks like a, it looks like a, a younger Bill Big Self. Cronin. Mick Cronin is not an elite coach. <laughs> I, I went on a rant about Mick Cronin in Cincinnati. Now he's gone. Now I'm happy. Go bring... Uh, by the way, that is a terrible fit for UCLA. I know. This dude does not bring in good recruits. I, I can't remember the last time Cincinnati had a top 100 recruit. And Sean Kilpatrick. he plays an awful style of basketball. It's like Virginia, but they're just not good at it at all. <laughs> and they can't score either. So really, they're just a very much worse version of Virginia that still fails in March. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much true. Sums it up. He's five foot three. He gets mad about everything. Complains. I, I, he's not for me. I'm not a Mick Cronin guy. How about that on record? I'm not either. I mean, <laughs> gosh. Uh, okay, so the college basketball season is over. Any any final thoughts on it? No. 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 Why? Not at all. You just speak up. Son. It was a good season. Why are you so far away? Jesus Christ. Like it was the, a good season. I thought it was kind of a boring bring season. Bring back more of the regular season games where you like good teams actually play good teams and not bullshit teams. Well, I want more of that. Yeah, this year was just not. Look, we said it. We said it all I year. Want the PK eighty. We said PK all year. Dude, we said all year. The 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 top of the of the um the top of the AP poll was better than any. Was so much better than the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Like the best eight teams were the best eight teams, and I guess by the end of the year, Texas Tech was in that group. And it made for a boring first two weekends, but it made for a good uh, next, uh, like, Elite Eight, Sweet 16, Final Four. It was just Not a lot of no upsets, yeah. Then you could win, I guess. There was a lot of the good team beating the bad team. And then Duke made it interesting because they almost lost. I think this season will be remembered for two things. Zion Williamson and Virginia winning. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean... Like, if you just go down the list of years, like, I guess that's a decent year. If you're just looking back at 2019, you're like, oh, yeah, that was when Zion was here. And then Virginia, they lost UMBC the year before, and they came back and won the title, and it was great, and yeah. So I guess that's what the lasting legacy of this year is. Uh, But should we move on to the NBA? Sure. First, our NBA coverage presented by our sponsor, (laughs) TickSplits.com. T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. 
The price you see is the price you pay. For what? Tickets. To every ticket, every, every venue, everywhere. Every I, look, where where are you gonna go watch stuff now? That call it the tournament's over. I don't know. The Masters is coming up. Go down to Augusta. I'm sure they have tickets on there. Baseball. I went to the Players Championship a few weekends ago. Uh, bought some tickets off Tick Splits. That's the way to go. Use the promo code Pulse. P U L S E. All caps. Look, yeah, baseball. Go to the Reds games. Watch Yasiel Puig try to fight a whole team by himself. If that's what you're into. If you want no offense, go to the Reds games. Yeah, if you want no offense, but like a WrestleMania style. Yeah. Oh, excellent pitching. No, not even excellent pitching. We lose like five nothing every year. <laughs> what is this? I thought we had Yasiel Puig. I thought that dude was good. Like Matt Kemp too. Matt Kemp, Alex Wood. I don't. <sighs> David Bell. Talking about baseball. Look, hey, shh. The Yankees. Watch them. I don't know. Wherever you are. Don't. Buy tickets. Um, NBA playoffs Dude. coming up. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to talk about the NBA playoffs. Buy tickets to that. Uh, if you have a team you in your locality. Tickets? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so anyway. But 5% off. 5% off if you use that promo code Pulse, P-U-L-S-C. Okay. That's probably at least $5 if you got buy uh, playoff tickets. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saving a lot of money. We're going to save you money. We're I'm in sorry, the business. You playoff tickets are $100? Over $100. You said I said at least five dollars. Let it be known we're for the people. Yeah, sure. We are for the people. Yes. Okay. Uh, NBA. We have the playoffs set, but first let's get into I think some awards. And I think we'll just we'll just, we're gonna we need to spend some time on the MVP because it is uh, probably the tightest race it's been, and and I don't know I can't remember a tighter race than this at the end of the year. Yeah. I had a dream. That uh, Giannis won it by a landslide. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. I, had, I saw it in a dream. Dreaming into existence. It was like the percentage was... It might be the next I don't, 10 I don't years. Even, but, I don't know how they vote on it, but I saw... It's media, coaches, fans. It's I like a whole... The percentage was like 76, <clears throat> was like 73, 23, and then like a bunch of other people. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's not a... I guess that's a landslide, but I mean, that means still Harden got almost a quarter of the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, who do you prefer, Hart, James Harden of the Rockets, the current three seed in the West, or Giannis Antetokounmpo, the best player on the team with the best record in the NBA right now? Wow, you're not biased. In the yeah, yeah, it sounds uh, like you're no you're I, begging the question. I'm, I'm <laughs> you're telling begging you. the question. Uh, let's let's just go through the case right now. You got James. Hard- the case for James Harden is. He's, he's averaging 36 points a game, which hasn't been done since Michael Jordan. Over his ne- over the last couple games, he needs like 90 combined po- or 80 combined points to pass MJ and be the highest scorer since Wilt Chamberlain in a season, I think. Score the most points, like not per game, but just total. Uh, and then basically this this Rockets team after like what 20 games was 8 and 14. They lose Capella, lose Chris Paul for a while, and Harden just puts the team on his back, says, you know what, I'm just going to score 43 points a night, and I'm going to drag this team into being a contender. And that's exactly what he did. Now they've got everybody back on board. And the Rockets look like the Rockets of last year. And that's all credit to James Harden. So there's the case for him. Yeah. And then the case for Giannis, uh, Giannis' best player on the best team by record is... I know the Warriors are probably the best team, and I'm just saying record-wise. Uh, just probably dominates the game today better than anybody else in the league. 
Just like, no, he is a freak of nature. He can control a game for five minutes like nobody else can. He is a dominant two-way force, and this is his breakout year. Uh, and I, he's got the plays with the edge. He's fun to watch. Uh, and but is the two-way presence of Giannis superior to the just scoring madness of James Harden? Uh, I got James Harden. You got um, Harden. I do. Mm-hmm. And, Make um, the case. I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, I don't think you should say Giannis is the best just because. I know that's not the only point. Like, just because he's on the best player on the best team, because they're also in the East, and they only I know won the like East. four more games than the Rockets, and the Rockets have a much harder schedule, so you can't really mm-hmm. has that. As yes, a that's fair point. And what James Harden is doing is insane, because like you said, doing first time that's happened since Michael Jordan. Yes, yeah, scoring no yeah. Michael Jordan's pretty good company to be mentioned in. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I know basketball decently about well. the best player of all time. In case you haven't heard of Michael Jordan, he is, yeah, the, the best player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and James Harden is on his level right now, scoring the basketball. Yeah. So that's the... And while also passing the ball very well, too. He's a good... Yeah, he didn't... And guess what? He doesn't He doesn't chase he triple doubles more assists than Michael Jordan did. Nah, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, okay, Kenny. Who do you have? Harden, Giannis. Um, who do you? Who would you pick as the MVP? If you're asking me, who's the most valuable player in the NBA? But year? are we saying is it the most valuable player to their team? Or are we What's saying the most valuable basketball player? Okay. To if, you to, if you had to put a price, <laughs> most, if you had to buy a human you say, person. <laughs> but do you, when you say the NBA MVP, do you mean the most valuable per player to the league or the most valuable player to their team? Basketball. Who's basketball? <laughs> basketball. It's <laughs> a very broad definition. <laughs> you're you're trying to sway the question to make me pick Giannis, which is exactly why I'm picking Harden because he he is the most dominant scorer and he's uh, he's the only reason his team's winning. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's very close, but a the the ten to fifteen game stretch by Harden in January when he just went on a tear, averaged forty five a game and drug a team where P.J. Tucker was the second-best player and just drug that team to a back into the playoff hunt, back into the top four seeds, I think that little run just puts him a notch above Giannis. And how many how many games was it that he had straight like games where he had 30 points? Oh, plus? 20-something, wasn't that's, it? That's, like, that's just insane. ridiculous. That's an NBA record, too. And I... I, I while we all picked Harden, I mean, you could definitely convince me it's Giannis, and it might end up... I really hope he does win, because he deserves it. Eventually. Harden or Giannis? Giannis? Yeah, Harden won it last year. Giannis is Because Anthony Davis is going to win it next year, so... Well, well, we'll see. I thought it was Giannis and Davis this year, but... Yeah. I, dude, I, I, I bet on Giannis at 10-1 uh, to 1 to win it, I think it, I said so. Davis this year. You like it. Um, Giannis, though... We'll just we'll just run through the stats. We'll do we'll do the tail of the tape, so to speak. Got it. Averaging twenty seven point seven points a game, uh, six assists, twelve and a half rebounds. That's absurd. On. <laughs> I mean, he's is six ten with like on a, an amazing on fifty eight percent field goal percentage, sixty four percent from the two, from inside the arc. I mean, but he is posting numbers in the paint that we haven't seen since Shaquille O'Neal. He's a literal modern-day Shaq that can play point guard. Uh, just a total freak. And also, probably has earned... Probably should be the defensive player of the year as well. 
Uh, he just they just have him play. He usually guards like the worst player on the other team or like the worst wing, and then they he just kind of plays free safety, kind of like what um, Texas Tech does with Tariq Owens. It's kind of like runs around and wrecks havoc on defense, and he just influences the game a ton on uh, both ends of the floor. But James Harden this year in his historic year where he is averaging a ridiculous 36.1 points a game with 7.6 assists, 5 turnovers though, and then 6 rebounds on, oh, Jesus Christ, 44% shooting thirty and 36.8% from the 3-point line on 13 attempts a game. Hmm. 13 attempts per game, Cameron. I like it. Fuck. <laughs> you should shoot more. Um, we'll see how that works for them in, in the playoffs, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, I I mean, I have no idea which way you could go. Like, I mean, I feel like right now it's the, the, basic, the basic argument comes down to do you like the dude who's scoring his, a historically high number of points, 36 a game, hasn't been done since Michael, as we've mentioned a lot, or do you like the Giannis, who's been the best two-way player in the NBA by far, and maybe even just the best defensive player? But, like, like, I like to do it based on, like, how often has it been done? Like, you could say a lot of MVPs have been the best two-way player, but you can't say how many, of, as many people have been, who has scored, like, at this rate in the NBA. And yeah, I mean, but how many players have been as good as Giannis on both ends of the floor for a season? I mean, I don't know. Like, Kawhi Leonard was pretty good. He, he's not Giannis good, though, on offense. But also, Kawhi Leonard, I don't think he won MVP. Yeah, but, I know, but Giannis is far better than Kawhi any Kawhi season. I think the last time we've seen a player as dominant on both ends of the floor as... But you um, can say Kawhi Leonard was the best two-way player, like, combined... I know, but he's, he was but, not as good a two-way player as Giannis, even at his peak. Even though he's Defensive Player of the Year, I think Giannis is a much better offensive player and a, as good or better def- defensive player. I just think he's just a freak. He controls the ge- every game he's in. And I think if you're asking me right now and I had to start the playoffs and you, had to, and you said pick whatever player in the NBA you want to have on your team, I think I'd pick Giannis mm-hmm. over Harden just because I trust Giannis because he's seven foot and... His numbers aren't going to dip because he's in the playoffs. Like he's an, he he's an he's an around the rim player. Yeah, I mean, well, since the All Star break, he's shooting thirty four percent from the three point line on like two or three attempts per game, which is uh, which is better. Like but thirty eight. Oh well, dude, if he's got a thirty three percent shot, that. yeah, like that's thirty three. Like earlier this year, he was at like nineteen percent on one attempt a game, and they're just letting him jack it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Chill. That was funny. Uh, okay, so other awards. Um, <laughs> funny it's, it's, really funny. it's not even that funny. Whatever. Uh, Coach of the year probably going to go to Doc Rivers deservedly. Him yeah. or Mike Budenholzer, I would say, are going to win that award. For sure. Yeah. Uh, six man of the year. Lou Lou is going to win it. Yeah. It's kind of boring. Just starting. Most improved player, though. You got a couple candidates. Pascal. Pascal. Darren Fox. Anybody else? Montrez. I don't think Montrez Harrell's in that. He went from 7 to 17. It's a pretty big jump. I mean, yeah, but I think the jump Pascal's had is... No, I agree, but I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying candidates. 
I'm so, I think it'll be end up being Pascal Siakam because he's become the second best player I mean, on a on a contending team. Yeah. He went from a dude that was like a, a, a deep bench player, like eighth, ninth man in the rotation to second best player on a on a team that can go to the finals and maybe win. So I'd, I'd say that jump's a little bit more impressive than anybody else in the league can offer. Um, okay, playoffs. We have our teams in the West locked in. Not necessarily their position or the certain matchups, but we know, we get the gist of it. We know who's going to be in. Goss, out of that top half, who do you like? Who do, who do you like besides the Warriors, basically? Who do you think's the second? Like, if you if they're if I if I'm here in in a month and I say the Warriors have been eliminated from the playoffs before the finals, from the Rockets, who did it? The Rockets. Are you talking about in the West? Who done it? West, no. West. Rockets. You think the Rockets? I say in order. I'd say Rockets, Thunder. Mm-hmm. If Paul George is healthy, and we'll just go through. We'll just Rockets yes. first. Rockets. Uh. We know we've, we've talked James Harden. They got Chris Paul back. I have no faith in them. Capella. I mean, like, the Rockets, they've done it before. They've gotten there. They reached the mountain. They went 0 for 27. Like, I, to me, if you play that out 20 times, that that that, that doesn't, doesn't happen, happen again. It won't yeah, happen. Yeah, it won't happen again. But I'm not sure if they're defensively as good as they were last year. The Rockets were actually really good on defense. They were. And they were able to play, like, a small ball Capella lineup. Was... With, they, were, they were running out, like, P.J. Tucker at center. But I'm not sure if they would be able to do that again this year against the Warriors because they can throw out DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. And PJ Tucker is not guarding DeMarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. But last year they didn't have a they didn't have a uh, all star big man in there. They were running like uh, Draymond and uh, KD out there so they could get away with playing uh, Mabamute Ariza Tucker as their front line, <laughs> which actually was very effective. And they didn't even play Capella, which was the weird thing. But now I think. It, I think their team's built more this year to where Capella is maximized because he's got these two guards, and then they don't really have much size. They have him and Fareed. That's it. <laughs> I do I do like Fareed, though. He's played well. I'm not sure how much they play him in the playoffs, but you might have to just because who else are you? He, I mean, they're going to yeah. play him some at center because they're going to have to. He's a little undersized as a center, though. Height. Yeah, but he plays really aggressively, and he's and he's bigger. Yeah, yeah, he's a big guy. He can play center in the NBA now. Yeah, I think. Especially, yeah, I'd say he could guard. He has been. He can guard cousins. He can guard cousins. He can't guard cousins. I mean, he can guard. He, they could put him on cousins. Maybe not and well. They wouldn't lose a lot of points. I'm not. Dude, I'm not honestly sure how much they're gonna be able to play cousins. He is just a lot slower than he, he was last year. Well. <laughs> It's pretty funny how slow he is. Yeah, he just kind of like uses his big body. <laughs> like almost if you put it, if you just run Fareed in there, or even Capella. Capella's a lot quicker than him. That might just be a liability because they can just run him up. Like they could just destroy Cousins in the pick and roll with Harden and Paul. Because yeah. Cousins has not been good defending the pick and roll no. since he can't come back from injury, and that's more or less because he. I say bench Cousins. He's fat. Kevin Looney. Yeah, he did. He he tore his Achilles. Like he's not. He's not. He's at full been off his yet. leg for forever. Yeah. Pinch Kevin Looney. <laughs> no, pinch Cousins for Kevin Looney. I mean, if you're the Warriors, what's the lineup you're going if it's like a tight game with five minutes left of the game seven? It depends um, on the, how, the how... The most talented lineup of all time. It depends on how, like... I'm not running Cousins out there. How they're playing. Yeah, if Cousins is not doing well against pick and roll, you're not going to play. He's not. Like, they would abuse the pick and roll. If you're playing Houston, 
they're going to abuse Cousins in the pick and roll. So you're not going to be able to play. But again, the thing and Steve Kerr is going to adjust somehow. Yeah, we'll see. Probably I mean, with bring like a back defender he, or look, something. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you've known this, but if when you have Curry, Clay. Draymond and KD. It's well, there is such it's thing. It's pretty as, easy to mold your lineup into whatever you want to do. There is such thing as help defense, and the Warriors are pretty good at it. So that's yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but Houston can just spread you out with all three point shooters. I mean, you act like like it's not like if, if if it was that simple, then they wouldn't they would sweep them. <laughs> like well, no, but they're not. I'm telling you, they're not. They're just not going to play Cousins a bunch. Well, I don't know about that. I, so I'm, I'm sure you, that the Warriors and Rockets are probably going to make the Western Conference Finals. I'm not certain of it. Like I, I, th- I think the Warriors are the more Thunder likely to than the. If, if everything, me, if everything I, falls in. I place. thought the Thunder were the biggest threat to the Warriors until recently. The Nuggets, Chris Paul's shoulder is not okay. Like, he injured it like a few weeks, like a couple months ago, and since he injured it, he has just not been good. His shooting numbers have gone Chris down. Paul? No, Paul, Paul George. George. Yeah. He, he just like he's uh, you. Uh, you watch him. He's he's out. Um, before games, like two hours stretching that shoulder, like there's obviously discomfort when he's playing, and you really like any even a minor injury can just to your best player can throw off your playoff chances. And especially now, what are they the eighth seed? Who Oklahoma City Thunder? I mean, they're they've been they were the eighth seed for a little seed. bit. Okay, the well, Houston could technically have the diff, most difficult road to the the finals. Oh, for sure. If they played as even as three seed, they, they played okay in the first round. Yes, and then the Nuggets, who's a two seed. Oh my. And then Golden State. And then Golden State. Yeah. And then probably the Bucks, Raptors, 76. But I mean, if you're Boston. not if you're playing Thunder without a one hundred percent Paul George, yeah, that's still a really good defensive team, but Westbrook's been terrible shooting the ball this year. And if George isn't himself, they really don't have a lot of three the past threat. How many games? So I think they would just outscore him. Yeah. They will quite a bit. Like they'll beat him. But also, I wouldn't want to play Oklahoma City. Oh, I wouldn't. If you're any of these teams, Oklahoma City is not very deep. They're kind of like Texas but like, Tech. If, they play really good defense and they have a but star. If Paul George and Russell Westbrook start playing well, which is very possible, are playing just, like they can. Dude, like, they're like six. They're dangerous. They are so. six and like thirteen over their last nineteen games, and That's that is saying, not good. You cannot be going. That but is let's not say a they didn't do that. Right now, they could possibly be a two seed. Like yes, they're only, but I'm they're you, only five games I'm telling behind. you, Paul George does not look all right. I'm, he, the man's shoulder is fucked up, and I don't think it's going to get fixed anytime soon. What if it? What if it does get fixed? What if it does? Yeah. I, but how? I mean, I'd love for him to start shooting the ball well, but I just don't. I look. If you asked me two months ago, I would have told you uh, Oklahoma City is mm. the second most likely team to come out of the Western Conference, but not anymore. Because first, I don't they, think they are. I'm they, just saying they I think they're have, the most they, likely to do something. They know uh, outside no of Golden State and Houston. court advantage. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nuggets, we think they're a, they're a uh, regular season only threat. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, Jokic has made a strong case for first team all NBA, but at the end of the day, I don't I don't think they have enough have a elite talent to to go for. Unless Isaiah Thomas plays like Oh, dude. Amazing. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas is not getting a single minute in the playoffs. They're, they're, that, that dream is gone. I, I really wish it, his career would just... Yeah, it sucks. The, like, that he never got his big contract after he was so good in Boston. Yeah. Scored, well, I mean, he was that was one of the best scoring years from a guard we've seen in a long time, efficiency-wise. It's crazy because he's 5'9". It was two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. We were sitting here, and Boston was the second best team in the East. With him and really nobody else. Yeah, with him and Horford. Yeah. 
uh, a crappy Jalen Brown because he's a rookie. I mean, people that are throwing out there, man. Avery Bradley, Marcus Jay Swing. Crowder. <laughs> Jay Crowder. Jesus Christ. That team's just bad got defense. players, but it's just, I don't know. It the... shouldn't be a good team. Stevens turned them into good players. Yeah. He made it work. Um, Crowder's been good at Utah. I mean, yes. right. it is just kind of fascinating how well uh, Denver's done in the regular season considering they really, like, outside of Jokic, who is just one of the weirder superstars in the league, <laughs> they don't have a ton of talent. Like, to- like they are a very, very deep team, but they just do not have elite scores. Like, you could argue their best scorer is a is a hot-shooting Jamal Murray, and I'm not sure that can take you very far in the playoffs. Uh-oh. But hey, they got here. They played a lot better defense than they played last year. They have a lot of dudes. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not very confident in them. I, I think they'll take. They'll probably have an early no, exit have this year. Absolutely no confidence in them whatsoever. They'll probably have an early exit, first or second round, and the next year will be a real the real deal. They'll be ready. Uh, aside from them, though, I Portland, Utah, San Antonio, L.A. Out of that group. Since Portland just lost Nurkic, I guess Utah's. The, I I mean I guess Utah's the best out of that group. I'm not really in love with Utah. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same problem they had. They're the same team as they were last year. They're the exact same team. Literally the exact. I don't I don't really like that formula. It's like if we beat you once, we'll beat you again. I think they'll win the first round against Portland. Yeah, that, they like, usually they do usually struggle with Portland though. They do. For whatever, because they because they have nobody to guard. They have Lillard. nobody to guard Lillard and McCollum. Yeah. I love Donovan, but he's not the best. No, he doesn't. He's not very big. He struggles with like guards struggled. that are sh- good shooters because yeah. like he he's fun when they drive. He but struggles when chasing them like off screens. Yeah, yeah, like he struggles with Clay Thompson too. Yeah, well, which a lot of people do, but like, like still, it's when Clay Thompson curls around that screen. Donovan Mitchell doesn't have like the length to just like contest it, even when he's even when he's stuck behind him. Screener. Uh, I kind of the Clippers <laughs> are fun to watch. I I'm, I'm interested to see Montrezl Harrell in the playoffs because he plays so mm-hmm. hard, and that is such a playoff trait. Yeah. Um, Too bad they're going to be playing the Warriors. The Warriors probably. probably. Yeah. Unless they. Can I hope they play to, the Nuggets honestly because they have a they better chance. They can win. They could. I mean that that home crowd is good now. The the Clippers. Weirdly enough, Lou Williams. I think Gilgis Alexander will be really good in the playoffs because he's just a wiry, long six-six point guard. Oh no, a lot of Landry Shamit's like doing stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a weird team. To be honest, Vika Zubots is playing well. Dude, oh, the Zubots trade like, was the, the stupidest deal I've I've seen an NBA team do in a long time. Yeah. L.A. the the Lakers handed them Zubots, a young, pretty good rim protector. Who's like twenty three for Mike Muscala, who I think has gotten a total of like eight minutes a game. Like what a what a boneheaded Zubats decision. Nine and eight, and win like sixteen <laughs> minutes. Like oh no, we need we need a center, and so we're gonna trade our good young center away for a guy who's worse and older. Oh my god, it doesn't make any sense, Cameron. I do, I, do, I can't make He's any sense of it. One. I no I. The Lakers just oh my, this is the worst. General managing. I, whoever put this roster together should be fired. The, what is it? Genie Bess? Genie Bus is the owner. 
Magic Johnson's the president, and then what is it? Um, Rob Plink is the general manager, technically. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know who the blame is on, and they're not going to fire Magic. So Plinka might be out, and maybe LeBron was telling him to put these guys on the team. But why would LeBron be like, let's get rid of a young center for? Uh, dude, I like, guarantee LeBron's not that dumb. Yes, but I, <laughs> dude, this is LeBron's team. I'm telling you, they're probably running decisions through him anyway. Probably. I mean, Jesus Christ, though. All right, you want to switch over to the East? Yeah. All right, Eastern Conference. To me, I'm more interested in the Eastern Conference playoffs in the West because you have four teams: Milwaukee, well, yeah, it's more, it's Toronto, a lot less predictable. Yeah, Milwaukee, Toronto, Philadelphia, Boston could all feasibly make the finals. Indiana. No. Look, I forgot. I forgot. I will say, Indiana upsetting Boston in the first round wouldn't surprise me. No. I think I think Boston's going to win in five. Look, um, Indiana knows who they are. They always played the Celtics tough. Tyreek Evans, I swear to God, that dude scores 25 against the Celtics every single game. I like the way Indiana plays defense. They play hard. Boston doesn't necessarily play hard. They're not consistent. Indiana is consistent. They know exactly what they're getting out of all of their dudes. But Bogdanovich has played like an all-star since the There's an advantage in being there I mean, before, though. Boston has. I mean, the a lot of Pacers guys. were there last year. They took, they're even young. They took Golden State. I mean, they took Cleveland, Cleveland 7. Yeah, but Cleveland. Yeah, but, but that's a seven-game playoff series, and all these guys are a part of it. Except for Victor Oladipo. Yeah, he's not there, but still. And that's kind of a big deal. I'm just saying, don't be shocked if the Pacers get a lead or possibly win the series. I'm saying it's not out of the realm of I think possibility. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say Gordon Hayward plays well, but I... Gordon Hayward's played well the last couple of weeks. He's played a lot. Yeah. He's actually looked like Utah Gordon Hayward a little bit. He's attacking the rim, actually drawing contact. I think he was afraid to do I that earlier like in the year because he didn't Celtics want to get injured. Are better off with like minus Gordon Hayward, like. I, I like think that's last true. Last year they were better, and this that's the same team except I'll tell they you, added an all star player, which is weird. But no, I'll tell you, the, the, this season Hayward has not been good most of the year. But guess what? It's like it's like when Coach Cal plays Nick Richards. But you also you, he's keeping the faith in him so that he's like, hey, I'm going to keep having confidence in you. And so now, look, Hayward's been playing well. If they can throw pull it all together, Hayward is they're the, amazing. Hayward is the second best passer on that team too. Or he has been this year. He's been like when they bring their subs off the bench. He's the dude like running the offense, and now he's like engaged. He's aggressive. He's a lot. He's looked for his shot a lot more recently. He's getting back to Utah version of uh, Gordon Hayward just a little bit. Like it's just everybody's down mm-hmm. because of Gordon Hayward playing. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think that's why though. Like I. I think it is. I, it's Tatum, you get less minutes. Everybody gets less minutes mm-hmm. that is playing that played well last year. Brown, Tatum, especially. But they need dudes to give them minutes at the wing anyway. They need Hayward because Morris has been terrible recently. Tatum has been a ghost of him of a, of last year's playoff version, and then Brown Brown's been good recently. But to start the season, he was horrendous. Outside of that, they're going to like Simi Ojale, oh, Marcus Morris too. Yeah, they well, have so many wings. They have a. One, they don't have as two, many wings as you think. Three, four, five. All that get minutes. Who? So what? Brown, Hayward, Morris, Tatum. Simi Ojale. is not going to play in the playoffs. We'll he go has a amount of minutes, though. We'll throw him out. He can't shoot anymore for some reason. I'm telling you, Hayward 
is going to be important in the playoffs because he has actually been good recently. Uh, Tatum is just not consistent whatsoever, and he settles for too many jump shots. He doesn't attack the rim as much anymore. He's taking, like, long twos. Mm. He talked to Kobe Bryant over the summer. Kobe was like, I gave him some tips. It's like, he's singing it's like, yeah, fadeaway yeah now he's taking fadeaway long twos. It's like, Celtics fans are like, thanks, Kobe. Fucking Laker, of course. Of course. Traitor, yeah, we hate the Lakers. Screw them. God, Kobe. But at least they're excited that LeBron's on the playoffs. Um, Boston, I, to me, Kyrie has been the re- a, lot of, a lot of the reason they've the young dudes have struggled. He he just, he's he not a good leader. Well, he's not a good Every leader, time they lose a game, he throws like, them under the bus. I don't think, I don't what think are you he, doing, Kyrie? I don't Kyrie? think he needs to be the leader. Like, what, what are you talking about? Yes, he does. He ha- Brad sh- Stevens, this is, this is the same he, team look, they were last year. I know, but they didn't have Kyrie. They didn't have Kyrie. You know why they, they played with they, more confidence? They didn't they, have a... They still, like, play out. They didn't have a dude that, like, got mad whenever they fucked up. Like, they had... They all believed in, them, in each other. I know Kyrie's amazing, but he's just been... I don't a, matter more than He's been a terrible leader. Talent does not matter more than leadership, obviously, because they're the four seed. True. You could argue they have the most talent in the East, and yet they're the four seed because. I just think they have too much, and like they they still haven't like come together as a team. Exactly. I don't think think you should blame one player. Michael Jordan is an asshole. I know his team still won though. Kyrie, you can be an asshole, but your team's not winning. Your team's forty-eight and thirty-three. Like you should be higher. You should be the one seed with the amount of talent you have. So he should be get been getting mad. No, he shouldn't be getting mad at his players. When they lose games, he should say... Like, but, like, you just watch them. He should be taking over games when they lose. Like, they lost... They got swept by the Magic this year. How do you get swept by the Magic? I know they're in the playoffs, but still. They're the Magic. Kyrie should... Oh, God. I, look, and if you... I read a lot of, like, Boston people stuff, because, I don't know, why are, why are there so many Boston people in the media? There's I guess a lot it's... Of them. A lot of them in the NBA. Like, half the, pe- half the people that talk about the NBA come from Boston. And they all are very upset with Kyrie. And I'm like, okay, I see I see this. They're like, he's a terrible leader. He throws everybody under the bus. He has terrible body language whenever they're losing. Yeah, body language, it matters. He, he start, Apparently, the worst it got was like one, I think it was against the Grizzlies. At halftime, they were down. This was after the Grizzlies decided to tank. He was yelling at Danny Ainge at halftime. I was like, that's, that's smart. That's No, you don't yell at your GM during a game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. God, Boston has so much talent, but then again, like their talent hasn't been played as well as it should be. Kyrie's great. Tatum can be great, but he hasn't been recently. Um, Horford's still really good, but he's getting older and slower and less reliable as a jump shooter. And then everybody else is just inconsistent at best. So I think to me, Boston is the third, fourth most likely team out of the top four to. Uh, advance to the finals. Okay, so as of now, I don't think Boston does just because they have the Bucks, and I really like the Bucks. So you want to talk about Bucks? Okay. Yeah. Giannis, best player in the. In yeah, the, but I don't think we should talk about Giannis because we talked a lot about. Giannis, I'm just saying. Obviously, he's here's gonna be there. here's the the case for the Bucks. They've had what? They've had one of the top five think, offenses, top five defenses. Who else does shit? Like that's the key. The, the problem has got to be Middleton. They but, lost. And then there's like a civil war on Bucks Twitter about Bucks fans like they're they're very torn on uh, Chris Middleton. He's very inconsistent. He shows up sometimes. Um, Bledsoe has played very well this year too. That's just not good. Very well. The problem is they we don't know when Malcolm Brogdon's going to be back, and he's kind of really important for them. He makes shots, plays good defense. Is kind of like a secondary ball handler to some extent. 
And he's out with, I don't know what kind of injury it is, like a knee or something. But at least for the first round of the playoffs, they're going to try to get him back for the second round if they get there, which they should. But uh, they'll definitely need him. They're not that deep at guard. George Hill. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, George Hill's playing okay, but after that, who is it? Pat Connaughton? Tony Snell? Tony Snell, like really? Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown, okay, I will say, Sterling Brown has looked pretty decent. He's kind of like poor man Brogdon, but... Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> I think they shut him down for the year. Dante DiVincenzo? Yeah. But they do have Brooke Lopez, who's spacing the floor. Basically, they just have this giant, this team, this lineup of giants they play where they go Giannis up to uh, three, and then Miritich up to four, and Lopez up to five, so, or Ilyasova, whoever. Yeah. Whichever of their shooting big men. And they space them out, and then they can play really well in defense because they have so much length. And they also play really well in offense because. They give Giannis unlimited space and have shooters around him, and also Bledsoe, who's kind of a secondary playmaker. He's been really good. So I, too, like Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, you think they're the most likely team to come out? Uh, the East? Far. Just probably, I, I would say it's close, but given that they have home court advantage and that they get Brogdon back. I, I think the East home finals is going to be so entertaining. Oh, yeah. I think the East will just be entertaining. Please. Unless somebody gets injured. Hopefully, please, no. Between the like, Sixers and the Bucks. Yeah. The Sixers or the Raptors been the Bucks. Yeah. Raptors and the Bucks. Hell, I think I will talk about Toronto. Toronto, uh fifty Milwaukee's sixty and twenty one. They've locked up the one seed and Toronto's fifty seven and twenty four. Uh what's the case for Toronto making it? They it's have a lot of dudes. they just have like the most moldable lineups, I guess. Yeah, like- Siakam is a beast who can play what? Two, three positions. Who who can guard four or five positions? Kawhi Leonard just wins games. Kawhi Leonard just wins games. He's like DeAndre Hunter. He's just no emotion. (laughs) No emotion. He just plays hard. It's funny. That's the usual DeAndre Hunter comp. Kawhi. He's a lot lot thicker than Kawhi. Than Kawhi was? Or now? I'd say Kawhi's pretty thick now. Not as thick as DeAndre Hunter. He's right much, now. I, I Kawhi Leonard is much faster and leaner than Hunter. Yeah, he's also a much better, much quicker decision maker, much better playmaker. But whatever, we'll save that for the draft. Toronto has. I mean, what's their best lineup <laughs> right now? I guess okay. You can throw mm-hmm. Lowry, Lowry, Kawhi, Siakam, of course. Mm-hmm. Probably Marcus probably Danny Green, and then would you throw Marcus Saul or Serge Ibaka? Or OG on Anobi, like if you want to go small. I mean, Cause either cause, way, you're going to have a great bench. I mean, like at least two or three guys that come off the bench. And yeah, yeah. I mean, be very good. But I think, I think I the mean, only question like, for them is guard at depth. At the end of the game, like what's the five that you I think it depends in? on who you're playing. Like if you're playing Milwaukee and they're going super big, you go Gasol. But if you want defense, you might have to have. But I think you can throw Gasol out there and he can guard Lopez. Could you have this lineup? Kyle Lowry, Kawhi. It's a big lineup. Pascal, Ibaka, and Gasol. I'm not it's sure. It's a the, very tall lineup. I don't think the shooting's there. That You can't space the floor. It would get clogged up on offense, I think. Danny Green does space the floor pretty Danny Green's important because well. he spaces the floor. And even if you have like Fred Van Vliet in there, he can shoot pretty well. And at least he's a guard, so they move a little quicker. But they still, can, let's see, like their still, offense would... I think Marcus Saul can stretch the floor out even as a big uh, But even from a stance where, like, if you just have that many big dudes, like, it's just your offense is going to be slower, and you're only, like, your only real true ball handlers. Well, that was more of a defensive lineup anyway. Yeah, I understand, but you're going to have to – it's the NBA. You're going to have to score. 
Mm-hmm. And while Danny Green may not score a bunch, like he's at least like he draws a defender out, and he can run. <laughs> he can screens. run off screens and shit. And yeah, I mean he can make his guy chase him. Whereas like a Marcus Saul in there instead is kind of stationary, and why he's a decent passer and can still be effective on offense. I'm not sure that's what they'll be going for. I don't think you can have Abaka and Gasol in there at the same time in the playoffs. Because I mean, yeah, you could go a super small lineup with Lowry. You could, but if that's that's if Pascal Siakam's not in the game. I mean, you could have a front court, a four or five of uh, Leonard and of Kawhi and Siakam, and if you wanted to, that would be small. Like if yeah. you're playing the Warriors and they're running Draymond at the five, mm-hmm. I think Pascal would work really well against really that. Well. I think they match up. I think they Very match up well really against well against the Warriors. I'm just not sure they have the offensive firepower like, to match them. Yeah. Um, okay, so Philadelphia. Uh, also, kind of like the Celtics, like those the Boston and Philadelphia might be the two most just raw, talented teams from like a starting five perspective. But they each have underachieved a little bit given the talent they have. Sixers probably because they're trying to integrate new players that they get from trades. Like <laughs> yeah, they, constantly. they haven't molded their two players together. I think that's both. Why the hell are they, they haven't molded the players together? I mean, they have they have four of the best what forty players in the NBA. You got Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris. And Joel, Joel Embiid, Embiid, which yeah. honestly, other than Joel Embiid, how many of those have improved since the since joining the Sixers or since mm-hmm. the start of the year? Even no, I think um, Simmons has gotten worse. I mean, you could say, but you could also Butler's gotten worse, and Harris is their shooting fifth best. Gone JJ Redick has also had a really good season. Oh yeah, um, so. but who? I, I mean, I I just I watched the other day. My boy Zaire Smith had his debut, yeah. and while he looked kind of lost at times, I was still like. Shit, is this the sixth best player on the Sixers? They don't have a great bench. No. They're bringing off the bench, like, what, James Ennis? Like, Amir Johnson, Jonah Bolden, Boban, Mike Scott. Player, like, that is... TJ McConnell, is that a good... TJ McConnell is sixth best. TJ McConnell gets so many minutes for... (laughs) For for a six-foot white guy, is what you mean. (laughs) Like, like, J.J. Reddick's like sure a six-foot white guy. But he shoots threes. They you have. understand that. G.J. McConnell. McConnell doesn't even shoot threes. <laughs> he just goes out there and gets the ball. <laughs> he just runs the offense. God, imagine if they had, like, Ty Jerome mistakes. instead of T.J. McConnell. I feel like I would Ty be... Jerome. I would trade out Ty Jerome for T.J. McConnell right now. <laughs> Why would why'd they trade Shamit is the thing. Shaman yeah, would have been a perfect player to have off the bench. He's like kind of like Ty Jerome. He doesn't make mistakes. He can shoot the ball really well. He's a lot shorter. He's a little shorter. He's six, six, four. Yeah. He's pretty athletic too. I mean, but like he can play point guard or shooting guard, shoot the ball, play good, play some defense. I don't know. Their their bench is just really questionable, but they do just have a ton of talent, even though it might not fit Maybe together. Maybe Butler well. just makes teams worse. Jonathan Simmons, perhaps. He hasn't played well this year though. Yeah, I mean, yo, Jonathan Simmons, a real playoff piece. Yeah. <laughs> Where was he? Well, who's he? Who was he drafted by? The Magic of the Magic, no, the Magic. Spurs. I thought this was Magic. I thought he, he was drafted the by the. He went to the Spurs, but he and then he got traded to the Magic. <laughs> he went back to the Spurs. Oh. Did he, which one? Which one did he start at? I think he started at the Spurs. Okay. But I have no idea, to be honest with you. No, yeah, because he no, was no, drafted. He I went think to the, the Spurs. He, was the one he was on the Magic to start this year, and they traded Markel Fultz for him. Yes, that's how it went. But he was on the Spurs originally, right? Yeah, he was on the Spurs originally. That is true. Okay. Uh, he was drafted a long time ago. 
Know, he's like 27. He was undrafted. 28, maybe. But I think the Spurs are the ones that gave him the opportunity. Really? And then mm-hmm. the Mad, uh-huh. yeah. What? I thought he was drafted. Jonathan Simmons? Yeah. I didn't think so. I don't think. Okay. Well, That's not important. <laughs> the, the, the Sixers need a bench. Let's try to build them one. I would honestly put Zaire. I would probably play Zaire some because he made a couple threes. Why not? Yeah. But like, if he's going to make threes, he's really athletic. And yeah. I would play him because you have enough. Be, he can't be a bad defender. You have enough size where you can throw a six four, athletic phenom out there. Even at, sure, like, yeah, you can throw him out. Especially there. in transition with and if Ben he's, Simmons. And if he's making threes, uh, look, keep him out there. And if he stops, starts uh, missing them, I don't know if he out. should be jacking up threes with that with the teammates he has. No, but here's what I would do: just, just if he's, I well, no, but like you need some shooters because Simmons isn't spacing the floor, Embiid isn't spacing the floor. Reddick's the only one. <laughs> Reddick Butler and Butler can switch. Reddick Butler but and Harris can shoot there. Can shoot threes pretty well, but they do need more. Um, <laughs> they need a center off the bench, like Boban. You can't play Boban. Boban. You can't play Boban in the playoffs. I'm sorry. As much as I love him, as much as I love him, he would just get annihilated by Giannis and everybody. Every point guard that has a faster forty than four point nine. But there's no so way. There's no way Boban can run a four point nine. That's what I'm saying. Everybody with every point guard with a faster forty than four point nine. So literally, is everybody. Torture. I think any. Point over the faster <laughs> than five. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's no way. I would love to see Boban run so a 40. They're going to be. They're gonna have to be playing. Six, uh, four, long, dramatic They're going to need some Jonah Bolden. To get off that line. Like, I'm telling you, Jonah, Jonah Bolden is going to get some minutes in these playoffs. He can shoot the ball a little bit. Maybe about a little better than NBA. Yeah, he went to UCLA. We like him. Uh, yeah, see, this is a bad, This is a terrifying conversation for the Sixers. Like we're talking to like these are the people we're talking about off their bench. Maybe they just need Boston one does more have draft a better bench. Bin- just though. one more they draft. Need one more of the process. <laughs> I feel like they keep fucking saying that. Maybe just we go, just need one more. Just trust the process. Go pick up like Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> <laughs> Again, part two. No, he's the uh, he's Anthony Davis. Showed, the Anthony Pelicans. Davis. Anthony Davis just showed up to the Pelicans game wearing a. Uh, that's all folks shirt. <laughs> so he's out. He's so gonna look for is the center of the future. <laughs> they love him, they love him, they love him. Uh okay. Brooklyn, Orlando, Detroit, nah. Charlotte, Miami. Any of those teams any of those teams really got like a shot? Charlotte just because I'm a big Kim Walker fan. I, I know you're Walker. <laughs> no, what do you mean? They're gonna give the bottom Malik Monk. <laughs> yeah. I and I also like Miles Bridges because he has Miami. like that like big play, like Highlight yeah. real potential. I forgot he and was a person. Four. I forgot he was a person. <laughs> he hasn't been great. I feel like him and Monk could definitely benefit Monk. a lot from a change of scenery. Yeah, the yeah. Kings. A lot of people on the Hornets like can Monk benefit just needs from like change in scenery. Any yeah. sort of like motivation. He could be to, one of those dudes well. that like it's like three years in he doesn't look good, but then he gets traded or he as a free agent he goes to a different team and he just like pops off and it's like oh. This guy can score the ball. He's really good. And he's he's the most improved just, yeah, he's, he's put in the right situation now and this and that. Yeah, I feel like, like he doesn't Celtics. like that there's 82 games. I don't think so either. At the end of the year, he always starts playing well. Like the end of last year, he started going off. They just play him a bunch and just start jacking yeah. up, making threes, doing like double behind the back. And then he started off well this year and then um, he just... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like 82 games is a long time. Maybe yeah. he's, maybe he just doesn't have that attention span or that motivation. I mean, perhaps not. I mean, he's going to get a contract, so... Oh, yeah, he's too good a shooter, and he has too much history. I mean, he's averaging nine points a game <laughs> this year, which I guess that's not terrible, but... 
No, kind of. He could play better. He's shooting thirty three percent from three and thirty eight thirty nine percent from the field. Thirty eight percent from three. Thirty three percent. Shit. Eighty eight percent field goal, free throw percentage is. Uh, it's really good. It's good though. Yeah, it's a good sign. Uh, either way, do we like Detroit or Orlando, Brooklyn? <laughs> I like Brooklyn. I love watching Brooklyn. D'Angelo Russell to me. Wait, stop. Hold up. Uh, D'Angelo <laughs> Russell might be the most improved player. He went from that's actually a good. He went call, from but kind it's not, of it's not it's Pascal Siakam, but I I get what you're but saying. But like here's Pascal the case. He went from a meme to the best player on a playoff team, and he is like. If you're asking, dude, can we? Mm. What? Uh, never mind. To me, he's been one of he's the. He's gonna yell at me. He's been one of no, the no, thirty no, best no. players in the NBA this year. Yeah, which is just he's been awesome. astounding. I love how people give him shit for. Uh, what is it? The hide your phone chant. Oh, hide your phone, yeah. Nick Young. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, he's a snitch. <laughs> he's he snitched, snitch, but, but guess what? That's in his but, past, man. I mean, no, if you're, Nick Young's kind of a terrible person for doing that, but let's yeah. Find are you kidding me? It's Iggy. You don't th- don't think Iggy was doing the same thing? I mean, they were getting married. It's different if they were. Okay, I didn't know they. Were. I actually didn't know they were. They were engaged. Oh shit, that's a little. Yeah, that's a little scumbaggery. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> Russell. But like to me, he's gonna be a really good player for a long time in Brooklyn because he loves the city. And he goes out and does stuff like I, I see on his Twitter. He's like, I love you all, and I'm like, Jesus, this guy's into Brooklyn a little too much. Showing his love, PDA. <laughs> I would love to live in New York, play basketball in New York. It'd be cool. Yeah, maybe he can bring the cool back to Brooklyn. You know, after that debacle of a trade they had, now they have D'Angelo Russell, and now they got those. The dude plays like he's James Harden, like a like a less usage James Harden. He's taking step back threes. He's left handed. He's, I mean, he's, he's a big a, jump shooter I mean, he's, now. He's just a ball handler. Like he's just a dude that goes and gets you a bucket. Someone broke down the stats, and basically, he's been. 85% of, he's been about 95%, I think they said, of James Harden's production, just minus the free throws. Like, he's 95% uh, of James Harden, and then James Harden shoots, like, eight so more free throws a game. Yeah. So, he scores seven extra points in that regard. Uh, Russell's been really good this year, though. I kind of like the Nets going forward. They're fun to watch. They're really young. Got a lot it's of kind of crazy. It is. It's crazy to watch. I love, it's, it's what I love about the NBA. The, it, the draft just sets everything Around the Warriors, and you never know when there's going to the be Warriors a were terrible. Like yeah. what, eight eight years ago? Yeah, and then they after Monte Ellis left and all that stuff happened. And it's a shooting guard from Washington State and a six foot three point guard from Davidson. It started with and Harrison a second Barnes. round. A second round pick started with Harrison Barnes. What? It didn't start with Harrison Barnes. It started when he got drafted. When, when he got Barnes drafted, got they drafted. started playing good. Yeah. Yeah. But it was Harrison Barnes. It was and a second a second round Barnes. pick from Michigan State. Yeah. All Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yeah, know. you never know. I mean, this year you could be know. one of those years where, like, it's a very top-heavy draft, and then someone that's drafts, like, 25th, it's, like, a superstar. Yeah. Tyler Hero. I mean, yeah, you never know who it could it's be. possible. It's not. No, I don't think. I don't. He's he's not Clay but Thompson. But you Ty, Ty Drum actually at the 76ers? I think he would be, good. be more. I think he would definitely get minutes for the 76ers right now if he was on their team. Well, yeah, they're not. I mean, they he's a really we can talk. We'll talk about Ty Jerome in the draft and stuff and all that. But I'm a very high on Ty Jerome. Yeah. It's like, oh, a guy that doesn't fuck up and is six five and can shoot. We like him. All right, that's about all we have for today. As always, where is Chris Early? Can't